0: up the volume and subscribe now to Rock My Rock Restaurant, Restaurant,
1: the podcast setting your brand on
0: fire. on fire. Coming to you
2: live
1: every week. Branding, marketing, innovative tech. Don't get left behind. The future is now. All right, everyone, welcome in to Rock My Restaurant. This is going to be a great one today. It's going to be an absolute blast because we've got some new people coming onto the show. And we have, of course, one of our favorite interviews of all time that will be joining us today as well. It is going to be a absolute rock star episode for sure. So get ready to crank it up with the podcast that's taking the restaurant industry by storm. We break down all things restaurant branding and marketing and technology, that intersection of how all this stuff is starting to work together. Joining me today is my new co-host, and the CSO over at Devour, and that, of course, is Miss Tammy Billings coming into the show. What's up, hey Tammy? Y'all.
2: Good morning, happy to see ya.
1: Yeah, so a couple of things happened this week. Uh, one, I had to prepare for um, RMR, is what we call it here mm-hmm. in the studio, and uh, I got a chance to kind of pull together some theming around this. And I found out that you are a big music aficionado.
2: I have seen more concerts than probably most people you know. Um, oh, I'm man. Still, I don't have any kids, so I spend all my money on traveling, concert, and alcohol, but we'll leave that for a different show.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what, what's new in the, in the world of concerts for you?
2: Oh, gosh. Tonight, I'm super fired up. As soon as we record this episode, I am hitting a plane and going to Vegas and going to see you two at The Sphere. I am super fired up about it.
1: Okay. All right. Well, with that, of course, we got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we got to do that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I think the key here is as we get into um, today's episode, uh, I want to I want to kind of let everybody know that you know this is one of the kind of the themes of RMR uh, or Rock My Restaurant. And that is kind of the music element and the innovators in music. We've kind of drawn everything in from guitars to uh, musicians, artists of all types. And the reason I, I wanted to do this as a show theme was because it really ties into a lot of the brand leaders. You know, they are they themselves are artists in their own right. So it's definitely... Uh, A good tie in, I think, for sure. Tammy, let's get into a little bit about uh, the topic for the day. What do we have?
2: Uh, So today and uh, today we're talking about Web3. Web3 and how it is working in emerging restaurant brands such as WowBow. All
1: right. Well, that's who it's going to be with WowBow. I like it. Of course, many of you guys probably already know Jeff Alexander, who is the president and CEO over at WowBow. In 2010, alexander under his leadership wow Bao, had revolutionized the way diners would interact with restaurants by being a leader in tech and social media i had a chance to uh, meet and become a friend with jeff over the last decade and we have uh grown very dear to each other i hope and it's it's been fun in learning not only what he's doing in the fast casual sector because he does a ton on the fast casual industry council and then of course I would say one of the innovative leaders in our space. So I want to welcome in Mr. Jeff Alexander. How's it going, man?
0: <laughs> Doing well. I hope I live up to all the hype now.
1: <laughs> well, we got to we got to do something and you know, in the sense of making sure we bring in the stars of our sh- of our industry, which you absolutely are one. So you are. Uh, very I can't uh, you are very know, we don't want to blow a lot of smoke up <laughs> up there. But hey, listen, Jeff, you've you've done a lot with I think not only stepping up the game for operators, but helping other operators learn that there's a lot more to this business, you know, than I think a lot of people, you know, put together when they first start a restaurant. They don't realize, you know, all the things you have to do to really grow a brand. Talk to me a little bit about um where WowBow is today, what's, what's the size, the scope, where are you guys right now?
0: Yeah, so thanks for having me and big fan of, of yours, Paul, and I love hanging out with Tammy, and <laughs> so hello to everyone out there listening, uh, and I guess watching, cause we're doing video. So we got three brick and mortar stores in Chicago, uh, which is where we're born and raised, started in 2003. And over the last two decades, we've done airport locations, currently we have seven of them up and running, We've done college campuses. I think we have four or five that are up and running right now. We've done sports stadiums, food trucks. Uh, we currently have 450 plus hot food vending machines around the country that serve our product. We've done over 700 virtual restaurants. Where we partner with other uh, operators to run our product out their back door on third party delivery. We've done that since 2020. And uh, most recent, our growth is all happening in the CPG world and grocery stores. We started 2023 with 350 grocery stores. We ended the year with about 5,000, and our goal is to 3x that this year in 24.
1: So, 5,000 locations on the CPG side. Um, obviously, the you know the bows themselves are the primary product, but what other products are you offering in the CPG side?
0: So, we have 5,000 freezer doors that are serving uh, bow anywhere from one to five different flavors. Then we have another 1500 sushi counters we partner with in different okay. grocery stores where they're doing bao potstickers, dumplings, egg rolls, fried rice that's uh, available there. And then coming up late Q2, early Q3, we're going to launch three or four new items into CPG. You got to bring it back on the show to hear more about that.
1: Okay, well, come on, you can release them here. Let's do it, do it, do it, do it, do it
0: and do it right now. I, I'm, I'm locked down for the moment, but we're, we're really excited. It's going to be outside. We're bringing an entire new uh, a new item that we really haven't been involved with before, but we have been in, in working tirelessly in R&D and it is it, I think it's going to be a huge opportunity for us. We're going to have a whole product line behind it over the coming year. And so uh, we're very excited for the growth in the CPG world
1: interesting there's no way that our our audience could get you to release that today come on come on the audience is, they're saying I do, I it, do it do
0: I it, it.
2: Damn it.
0: Damn it i am going to tease you with so much stuff today paul that you are going to have to bring back probably two or three times oh, this
1: year. i knew it was going to happen
0: <laughs> tammy this is the problem with sizing somebody up for the you second time you promised me
2: <laughs> well listen he is quite the tease that is for sure uh jeff i think what would be awesome is if we did a podcast at one of your famous dinners that you have
0: Ooh, yeah. i've heard about there the
2: dinners that you host
0: that would be good uh, when we do when i go to conferences i sort of bring together groups of people who i think would really value being amongst the other the rest of the people there and uh, you put a you put a microphone or a or a bug or fly on the wall in one of those meetings. <laughs> you know, the, the secrets of the entire industry will be uh, revealed at that.
1: I moment. like it. Well, okay, so we're we'll, we're gonna get it. We're gonna have another Wow podcast, podcast. It looks like <laughs> with, with, uh, with some new stuff. All right, so let's get more. into Web three a little bit because obviously Wow was one of the first brands that partnered in uh, the area of NFTs and in introducing new brand IP to what you guys were doing. And when I heard it for the first time, I was said, of course it's Jeff Alexander that's doing this. And uh, of course he had partnered with Devour, uh, Devour who is our, our show partner. And um, first of all, tell me a little bit about why go that route of you know kind of evolving the brand IP for WowBow?
0: You know, look, what's important in, in, in any business that you own is you have to continually find ways to evolve and innovate. And one thing that is in the DNA of wow and is in my personal passion is how do you continue to push the boundaries of technology? You know, you, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, how in 2010, wow, did this or that in 2010, we had self ordering kiosks, yep. In 2017, we had fully automated restaurants where there was zero human interaction. And we've always adapted and brought in and been an early adopter of technology. Mm-hmm. And what happened was As we continue to grow and scale our our virtual restaurant segment in 2022, we had the idea to create the first rewards program for a virtual brand. And then in 2023, we wanted to evolve the rewards program and really make it a loyalty program. And the whole purpose of the loyalty program was if you go to a full service restaurant, loyalty back in the day meant no wait at the front door, free dessert or appetizer. Name recognition, right? People greeted you; they knew who you were, and you became loyal to them. We've sort of gotten away from that, uh, whether that was because of COVID and we couldn't dine out, or just you know the way the way technology is disrupted the relationship inside the restaurant. So we looked at NFTs, which unfortunately I think is a little bit of a taboo word right now. So we're really calling them collectibles, digital collectibles, and we wanted to bridge a gap. And we thought if people could feel a sense of ownership, a sense of participation, by having them get a digital collectible, and then we could offer those people additional rewards that are only good for those who decide to be part of what we were doing, it would elevate our whole loyalty program.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the key here is one thing that uh, the restaurant industry, I feel like, is going to be embracing in the next few years. The big brands have kind of already done this, but I think it's going to come down to almost any brand out there, regardless of size, and that is the idea of brand IP, and really building outside the four walls, getting that connection to the consumer that becomes just you know instantaneous in whatever omni media that they're into. So I think that's going to be uh, pretty cool for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And look to go along with that, Paul. If you think about it, where. Where NFTs were 24 months ago versus where they are today versus where they will be in 24 months, it, it's constantly, you know, it's an ebb and flow and it's it's innovation, evolution of that particular uh, dynamic, right? The ecosystem is going to continually change and it's only going to enhance. And to your point, as the big brands get involved in, and pave the way for the smaller brands, those that get involved now are going to help shape the conversation and how they're going to be utilized right.
2: Yeah. Jeff, if I can jump in there. So what is it like from a loyalty front in working in both CPG and sort of a virtual restaurant, right? Those are different consumer behavior purchases. How do you handle that with uh,
0: the NFTs? You know, it's a great question. And, it, and it's interesting because we are talking about how do we bring the loyalty segment and the NFT part of what we're mm-hmm. doing into the CPG? What do we add it to the packaging? You know, how do we how do we include it? And we're actually going through a whole uh, uh, new brand identity that we're working on right now. We're redoing our website, we're redoing, we're, we're, we're trying to get a communal uh, voice across all the different ways that we work, right? We're basically running six different businesses from brick and mortar to airports to non traditional to CPG to virtual restaurants, to hot food vending machines, and the list just keeps going, right. And what happens is, oh, we have this new idea, quick, put it up on the website oh, wait, this is a great idea to put up on the website. But now our website is so disrupted and, and convoluted that we're, we're pausing and over the next 10 to 12 weeks, we're gonna find that communal voice. And we hope during that, that, that time together when we, when we put our, our minds together to come up with the right way to go is how do we now bring it into the CPG? Yeah. And, you know, as, you, as I'm sure you know, you can't just change your packaging in a day, right? You buy inventory, you got to go through boxes. So it's not going to change right away. But we really want to see how we can make that that diner, that consumer, that person who's enjoying our brand treated equally and as well as the person who's in our restaurants who are able to touch us.
2: I was actually thinking you've got an opportunity uh, with some of your branding to take it from just being on, you know, offline to online as well, arts or in, in person as well. Um, the character that you guys use, you know, the I think that that could be the new trolls. Think about like the '80s or '90s. You get kids excited about that, yeah. Right there, we're looking at those characters.
0: Those Look, this is this are are the ones. one that my team made. It's supposed to be me. I don't know if you can see it on the screen right now or not.
2: Well, I, that's the other thing, right? You turn it into an avatar, so you've got like a digital avatar.
1: I like that yourself. one.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: Show yeah, that yeah. again.
1: Let me put You're it in front of you. Neither of
0: you are old enough to know who Wolfman Jack is back from like the '70s, but that's who I think that looks <laughs> like. A little Wolfman
1: outside. Jack. Okay, here we go.
0: Coming to you, Wolfman Jack,
1: 74.1, it's Jeff Alexander. Yes, that's him right there, my
0: friends. But Tammy, look, to your point, when when you go on, to when you when you get involved with our collectibles, we call them digital collective vows, mm-hmm. they have a number of different uh, attributes that we made. And it's ran- digitally randomized right now, so you can't choose which attributes you want. We went back and forth, to, forth about that, but because every one of them has to be special to you, we didn't want to run the risk of two people picking the same, right? Yeah. What we did what we created is and you guys know this better than I do, right? You have your first minting and your second minting and so on. We in the restaurant industry did our first course, right? And our plan is when we have our second course, which we haven't launched yet, we would have additional attributes. And those would only be available in the second course. And there might be a different fee involved or different rewards that are involved with that level. But to keep growing, and then have people want to have, oh, i really like that. I want to have this. I mean, we came up, we got crazy like race car driver helmets and space suits and laser eyes and, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, different hand gestures, different food that they can hold banners, d- shoes, socks. I mean, we came up with this whole different look, tattoos, no tattoos. So we have a whole wide range uh, of creating, uh, uh, special avatars for people.
2: I think that's a a great way to offer rewards too, right? So if you're a real fan of the brand, as you sort of grow or buy more product, then now I can get to a level where I can create my own that is truly unique, or maybe that's even something that's paid. And this is where I was thinking, uh, just looking at the uh, the Wow Bow character. uh, Do you have a name for the character, by the way?
0: We call them all Collective Bows. Collective Bows. Okay. Individually, have one.
2: But i i i i see that as you could appeal to kids and getting that as like the modern troll doll, and i would i would challenge you to look into that because it was we, huge. we made
0: tattoos
2: even better <laughs> temporary
0: temporary tattoos. Yeah, oh, oh, like
2: those it. are awesome. Those are awesome.
1: Hey, you know, collectibles are. I mean, they have become a thing too, and you have to understand the the demo that we're seeing really kind of separate from the pack, especially when you look at experiences which have been kind of the thing of millennials but i think gen z it's all about the collectability um scene and that's in the gaming sector it's obviously within the nft sector when you look at what's happening in the crypto markets a lot of explosion there brands are getting it nike artifact what they've done with uh, collectability in time inside a digital brand that now becomes physical but back to your point uh tammy which i think is brilliant is that connection between what uh, Jeff is doing from a CPG standpoint and then the digital standpoint, you know, that you can earn rewards, all those different, you know, add-ons that are really opening up to web three. This is going to be huge, Jeff. This is well, be think huge.
0: About, And again, you guys are too young to remember this, but when I was growing up, you had to save your box tops from cereal boxes, right? And if you got a certain number of box tops, you would mail it in and you got something that no one else could get because they didn't collect all the box tops. Yeah. So we're thinking, you know, and look, it's not going to happen tomorrow, but we're thinking about how we can get people to interact with us offline and online and build a community around sharing uh, what's special about WowBow and then what's special to them. And we really think the CPG down the road could have an, op- an absolute opportunity in the space. And it's interesting uh, with Devour, who we, we are thrilled to be partners with. We are looking. So I, I mentioned that we have these hot food vending machines out in the real world right now. We partner with somebody and they have our product inside the inside the machines. We want to put one in the metaverse. And while you're gaming, right, you mm-hmm. stumble upon one of our vending machines. Yep. Yeah. And when you're placing an order, it would actually go through WowBow.com, which is powered by DoorDash and you never have to leave your game or your environment and then your food gets delivered to you and the doorbell just ring and there's food. And we are working on these kind of ideas yeah, and how we can continue to enter into that space and get more people involved.
1: Well, we're going to show something today on screen. Uh, and for those of you listening on the podcast, what I would invite you to do is make sure to come over to saver.fm to catch the video version of this because w- this is where we show a lot of the alpha stuff. We're going to show something today, I think, that hits on your point in a huge way. And it was breaking news this week. And I think it's going to change the future of where the industry is going to be going because the opportunities are just so, so big. I want to go but, back to your, the hot. Oh, buttons. I'm
0: sorry. It's very important that people listen to go to Saver to see us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I showered, I got my hair done. I mean, I, I showered
2: too, and, and the and I'm single guys. Get me a <laughs> date.
0: <laughs> there you go. I <laughs> need to come to visit the actual site.
1: I like it. Well, listen, most people, you know, obviously find us out on, on Apple iTunes or, you know, Spotify or, you know, if you're, maybe you've got a podcasting 2.0 app that out there right now, you are getting some of the updates on the chapters and things like that. Make sure and down, uh, download some of those cause those are, and go to podcasting 2.0 apps. Uh, you'll be able to find those. But by the way, I want to go back to the hot buns club. So I've got it on screen here and I've got a couple of points here. 10% discount on orders at com. These are some of the benefits and you've got an experience bow bucks, double points. Um, this happens. And then you've got also merchandise that's coming in. Are you planning on adding more experiential components to this as the collectors start to, you know, kind of gravitate to becoming part of the club?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I mentioned that, that idea of that second course. so the way we, we designed this originally was there's an, there's a fee, it was $99 to join the club and that got your digital collectible and that got you benefits yeah. and the, there'd be a yearly price to up to, to re up with it. You wouldn't to pay the same 99 cause you already own your digital collectible. We talked about having a second level, which would be more expensive, would give you additional attributes for those collectible So you have a, a, a rarer one, but then we talked about some additional features that we can put out there. It might be triple points on a reward instead of double. And when I talked to you about loyalty, this, this was sort of really the idea that I wanted to do, and we're trying to figure this one out. The greatest thing that you had when you were loyal to a restaurant is if you sat up down the restaurant and the chef came out and all, you know, mm-hmm. chef whites visited the table, and everyone in the restaurant was would wonder who is this person that the chef's talking to? Yep. I always thought it'd be great is imagine your home and you were making dinner tonight and you stumbled, you were out of an ingredient or something was wrong, or you didn't even know what to make. How cool would it be that you could message my chef? And my chef has worked at, you know, 12, 15 different concepts from quick serve wild about a very high end dining and just ask, Hey, I'm out of paprika. What should I use? Or what should I make tonight? Right. And give you access to that. The team was like, Oh, give them access. To talk to you, Jeff. I said, no one wants to talk to me. <laughs> what am I going to tell them? Right? Doesn't that's not give them the chef. That's who they want to talk to. Yeah, so we're coming up with different exclusive, um, exclusive opportunities that are rare that not everyone can get if you join the club and if you have access to so we don't have those figured out 100% yet. That's our next wave as we continue to enter in the space and grow the grow the opportunity.
2: I got a name for you. Call it ask about
0: ask about trademark that I like quick before I go and take it,
2: I gave it to you. It's a gift. You can buy me a drink.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at uh, your Instagram right now. I'm doing a little bit of uh, food love. I like these. So you get a lot of new items coming in too, which is, is really interesting. I always loved the sweet boughs. When I come to, uh, Chicago, I always get the sweet boughs, the coconut bow. That's one of my favorites yep.
0: So the coconuts available. It's in 3000 Walmart's right now. And, yeah. uh, late summer we're going to have both our chocolate bow and our apple cinnamon will be in we'll be in the apple life. cinnamon's
1: really that one's addictive though i can't i can't eat that one, that <laughs> one know
0: what, it's even better if you put vanilla ice cream on it
1: yeah see that's that's the problem you're oh. you're messing this up now now i have to go i'm gonna leave now and uh <laughs> get some vanilla ice cream <laughs> Hey, listen, we're going to take a sponsor break and we're going to be right back here with Mr. Jeff Alexander. And you guys don't want to miss the second half of the show. It's going to be a fun one. Devour is making it easy for QSR and fast casual brands to tap into Gen Z's love of food ordering. Without heavy fees or technology investments, it's all at your fingertips. Expand food ordering into digital realms like video gaming, streaming, and esports entertainment Learn more at devour.io today. All right, here we are back with Mr. Jeff Alexander and of course, while we're going to be diving in a little deeper into some interesting things here around Web3. And I know a lot of people maybe have not heard about Web3 in the restaurant industry. This is an evolution that is happening right now, much like in the days when this thing called the Internet became a thing. (laughs) That's exactly what you're dealing with right now. So in everybody that's probably listening to this show and um, you probably remember and I remember this Jeff, you and I used to talk about this quite a bit in 2007, social media started hitting the 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 street And in the beginning, it was a lot of naysayers, a lot of people didn't believe what it would do the opportunities that were there for brands, you know, nobody really believed. Jeff was one of the few people that I talked to in the early days of the evolution of brands really, Adopting social media, um, it was uh, it was a, a little rough road. I think this time around it's going to be a little different, but we're going to get into that.
0: Isn't that so, true for everything? I mean, we we had naysayers when we put self ordering kiosks in our restaurant.
1: Exactly. It, yeah.
0: You, you probably there's probably naysayers with 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 uh, mobile ordering, and desktop. Ordering. Oh, for sure, I mean, for sure. People are haters. I, re- I remember
1: that's <laughs> when you know you got something. A CEO
2: told me, don't waste your time on social media.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, Jeff, let's get into your experience uh, with Web3 Strategies so far. You've had a chance to work with a handful of companies, developers, et cetera. I mean, you've seen the cycles here. You've seen mobile ordering explode. You've seen social media explode in restaurant. You've taken advantages of all those technology shifts. Now you're taking advantage of this next one. What has been your experience as a founder?
0: Well, look, what's important about it is two things. The first is you have to have great partners. And we have great partners in both Devour and in Flaunt uh, is who's powering our our club at this time and really Mm -hmm. helping us and navigate and teach us about the space. The second thing you have to do is you have to, you know, if you believe in it, you got to stick with it. And you have to be willing to, to learn from your mistakes and continue to, to attack and go. What, what's difficult is, oh, people aren't adopting to it. People are telling me it's it's not gonna work. Oh, whatever it may be, don't give up on it because to your point, Paul, it's only gonna grow. Mm-hmm. It will grow and it will become, it will look different than it does today, which is how, like I said earlier, that's different how it looked before. But we're yeah, really I think- excited, we're really excited about uh, uh, the space. And I think what's important is, as, a, as a as a as an early adopter about it, the space really isn't made for me, I'm not the target of this. Yeah. Right? I mean, even Zuckerberg, who's putting all everything behind it is, you know, 12, 15 years younger than me. <laughs> and it's being made for people much younger than that. Yeah, and that's what you have to remember. If you're a business you need to always be attacking and planning for that younger generation, that next generation. And the generation of today, the generation not today, the generation that just was, was all about being on their phone and not interacting. And so that's why we went mobile and we went digital. We did all these things for that generation. This new generation, I was in the Apple store this weekend and there are lines to drop $3,500 for their goggles or whatever yeah. they're <laughs> 3,500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and they are lining up for it. I mean, it's a different user and a different experience that they're expecting. And when you really think about what Web three can become, and how brands are trying to partner with Fortnite and Roblox and 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 really attack the gamers and the people who want to be in this cloud environment, and you put a layer on top of that, the work from home people who have the ability to enter this sphere, yeah, it's going to be a a, a a playground that none of us are ready to play in
1: i want to share something with you here uh let's pull it up on screen i'm going to play this for the audience too it's a it's a clip i'll start it here in a second let me go to full screen here and we'll play that
2: an integration between ethereum name service which you founded and godaddy went live yesterday with the goal of opening the door to more web3 adoption did you approach godaddy or vice versa We've been sort of very public about what we're working on in, in broad strokes in terms of the gasless DNS
0: integration and so forth, and we've had, had outreaches from a number of uh, you know registrars and registries, uh, and GoDaddy was one of those, and we were very enthusiastic to work with them on this.
2: And now those users can add Ethereum to their website, so essentially their Web two domains can now link to the Ethereum Name Service. That's one major way to open the door to more adoption of Web three. But what are some of the other benefits tied to this new integration?
0: Uh, we're excited about taking this a step further beyond simply resolving DNS names into Ethereum addresses. Uh, ENS already supports addresses for over 200 other blockchains. Uh, and so it'll be very easy to extend this and improve the user interface too. All
1: right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it there. That was um, a piece that we did over on our show, um, PBN3, which is called Tech Path. And, and for those of you that are listening in and you're going, what is, what's Ethereum name service? What is this? Well, think of it this way. Every business out there has a DNS. You've, you've registered a DNS, a domain name service, and every website has one. This platform and technology just partnered with GoDaddy, the largest registrar of websites on the planet. So now you've got web 2 and web 3 in the early stages of connectivity and this gets back to the whole point of how this is going to reduce everything from transaction fees brand ip transactions like what you're dealing with today that you're using, utilizing a lot of of technology that is really about three decades old old this is a huge huge shift uh coming into the space right now going forward this i think you're on the on the very early stages of an explosion here jeff do you do you feel that way
0: 100 uh, percent. and one thing that we did is we made our our hot buns club you don't need to be on the blockchain right you can yep. or you can be you can purchase and join the club from with a regular credit card and you know it, things are stored where it needs to be but i i can't stress enough when i tell you and what i believe is this is going to become extremely mainstream And it's going to look totally different than it does today. But the the future is moving, whether you want the future to move or not. (laughs) Right. It just is.
2: Yep. We've been this past week, we've been talking to several really large QSR enterprise brands. And I do think that there's a growing awareness of web three. And I think that these folks just aren't really sure where to go. In fact, when we're talking to them, we bring it up, they don't really get it yet. So I think there's an opportunity for education, um, in the sector, but the larger brands are starting to dip their toes in it. You know, we, uh,
1: well the i think the market is opening up restaurant and retail you know we work on our tech side for our podcast uh if you guys aren't following our tech path podcast go check it out on on itunes but we talk about all this all day and um one thing i, I have found tammy is that a lot of the the businesses that people would look at today and say they're innovators or thought leaders and all that. They're making these moves, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think, you know, to your point, when you look at gaming, you know, and I think there's a chart you wanted to bring up here on Roblox.
2: Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, I'll bring that chart up while while we're getting into it. This is the chart. I'll share this just to give people an idea of something that's happening in the gaming business right now. Let's talk finance. This is a company called Arc, which is uh, run by one of the best analysts on Wall Street, uh, Kathy Wood. This is her holdings right now of Roblox. And as you'll notice right there, these are the shares uh, that she's currently in position on. And the thing that Roblox did was they came in with an absolute barn burner result. And you look at what has happened with Meta, you look at now what's happened with Roblox, two of the biggest Gen Z Mm -hmm. uh, platforms out there. This opens up gaming uh, and gamification for restaurant brands in such a huge way, for sure.
0: Well, I just, I just want to jump in there. So first of all, I just bought my son Roblox stock like four, four months ago. <laughs> there you go.
1: Oh my gosh. You're, 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 in good, you're in a good position, oh, no, uh, at the age, good.
0: right? I mean, he understands and he's doing it and the, the people that are entering the workforce right now, they understand this better than the dinosaurs like me. And yeah, that's dude. who's running restaurants, right? We're all dinosaurs in restaurants, right? I mean, how many. Restaurants still do hand right hand orders and whatever it may be. Like the restaurant industry is not tech forward. we are always playing catch up to it. Um, but look, when you look at Roblox Burberry's part has partnered with them, right? I believe it's Hilton has partnered with them. Um, gaming is not like a board game of sorry, or monopoly that we grew up on. That is not what gaming is. Gaming is a lifestyle now. And whether it's, it, it, it started way before COVID, right? But COVID, when we were all locked in our houses and couldn't do anything, it became social. You could be in a game right now and playing with hundreds of people at the same time. And if you think about how you get so immersed in it, and these games are not like a three minute, you know, space invaders like I grew up on games could go on for days. Yeah. And, and so you get so immersed in this opportunity. And while you're in these you know, these unfamiliar territories, whatever it may be, to start having branding come out at you is, is a, is a, a, a an environment that is completely raw. It is like the new frontier of the West back in like the 1600s, what? right? You, you get on your horse and just be open with nothing anywhere. And you could st- stake your flag.
1: Well, well I, I want to show something just them. to give, give people the, the validity of what you're saying. This is the chart on meta right now and i'm going to show a quick chart here this is back in october of 2022 all right and if you look at the size of growth around what meta has done from the bottom to where it is right now after this unbelievable earnings that's 400 percent gain right now meta now that's the stock so you know that that only means that they're earning money which means they're getting users. They're starting to develop all of this opportunity in the gaming sector. AR, VR is going to be a thing, whether you know it or not. You're going to be ordering in these environments. It's a new omni-channel, just like social, and what we've seen around FI. So there's a lot happening for sure.
0: And, and with that, yeah. Paul, look, Zuckerberg was just on the Hill, right, apologizing to families because they're under 13 year olds, right, with social, right. We're not going to get into that, but what's important about that is he's apologizing to families for under thirteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. and you're looking at this and you're showing this chart of what Med is doing. They are not building this uh-uh. for the sixty-five-year-old exactly. user no. that is yep. not in their targeting. And if you're a brand and you're not thinking about the fact that the ten-year-old right now in eight years will be in the workforce or coming out of college or entering college and has their own income. You need to be thinking about that environment because what you're doing today will not fit that mold in a number of years.
2: There's some staggering stats too. It's something like 80% of the time gamers will order food while they're gaming. So think about that. Like we need to, as restaurant brands, we need to be in that experience. And that's really what we're working on at Devour is creating that opportunity to do be that ordering platform in game
1: Tammy, look at this. This, is, this will blow your mind. This happened this week. All right, I'm going to bring this up on screen.
2: Oh, this yeah. is a tweet
1: by IGN. Disney purchased $1.5 billion stake in Epic Games to develop a new social universe that will interoperate with Fortnite and let fans play, shop, watch shop, and engage. All of this is happening
2: now. The only thing missing there is dine or eat
1: yeah well shop you know you're getting into to shop right there Mm -hmm. i think that's the thing is that the restaurant industry i hope jeff doesn't sleep on this one like they slept on social media because most of the restaurant brands got got into social very late and they they lost opportunities
0: they're gonna sleep on it yeah (laughs) but they but i mean look that but that's what happens right i said we're dinosaurs 14 years ago, I had self-ordering kiosks. You can probably name the 12 yeah. brands that have self-ordering kiosks right now. Right. They are right. not mainstream. Yeah. They're still not mainstream, right? And it's the same thing. You can look, you can name the brands that have the huge following on social versus those who still don't know what they're doing. So, yes, this is gonna be adoption. And it, it look, it takes resources and passion that you want to go learn about it. And not everybody wants to do that.
2: Well, we're trying to make that easy. And I think this podcast is a great way to educate the community as well. Paul, you've invested a lot of time in this and are a big supporter. And I know people like Jeff and myself really appreciate that. So uh, thank you so much for all that you do for that community.
1: You're thanking me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I know. <laughs> well, hey, well, you. Thank you. that's yeah. our job. That's what we do every day here. So I know, that's- but
2: you're out there charging the path and talking to people about this technology, bringing on the guests. Like, that's that's important. That's how this happens, right? These shows yeah. well, I think, are how people get educated.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I hope that the restaurant industry, because I'm very passionate about this industry. You know, it's, it's the one place. And the reason is very simple. I mean, you meet guys like Jeff, You fall in love with the people, what their vision is, why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, This is a different kind of industry than any other industry I've seen. I just wish that we could lead the charge in retail more so than be the ones that kind of follow what everybody else is doing. You know, the Nike's, the H&M's of the world, because I mean, guys, think about all the number of people that we affect Mm -hmm. every day just in our restaurant operations, we are like a walking billboard, you know, for <laughs> opportunity. So it's a big one. We're going to get into some, uh, one of our special, uh, sections of the show today. Tammy, what's up?
2: Okay. This is the obstacle course there, Jeff. Um, we ask you for two challenges in your business and one opportunity.
0: <sighs> well, <laughs> well I'm No either- pressure.
2: We, we, it's we, an obstacle
1: course. It's coming after at you. Oh, both do we keep ways.
2: interjecting? Is that part of the obstacle course?
0: <laughs> we, we have a saying in our company: Are you threatened or are you challenged, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're threatened, you play defense, right? You run scared. You don't go somewhere. If you're challenged, you know the question becomes: Are you up for the challenge, right? And a lot of people like to accept the challenge. So, all obstacles are opportunities. Right? And that's sort of how I'll look at it. But when you say what's, what's an obstacle for us, obviously it's adoption. Yeah. We're trying to play in a technology environment with, uh, uh, where our peers and to a, a degree our customer base doesn't know this, this area that we're trying to play in. So you have to be willing to be an educator. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to be nimble. And you have to be able to, to make decisions and react quickly. And that is difficult for a lot of people, right? Our brains are wired to resist change. Change is scary. So it, we have to be willing to fight through that. So the big obstacle is adoption for us. Uh, the second obstacle is, is something we battle for 21 years now as a brand. And that is people still don't know what bow is. And we might be very successful with 5,000 grocery stores and 1500 sushi bars and 450 vending machines and 600 virtual restaurants. And the list goes on and on, but people still don't know what the food is. And we are constantly educating. I think that's one of the reasons why we have such an opportunity and we adopt technology so early because we are willing to educate because that's in the DNA of who wow bow is because we're always educating. So it's just natural for us. Yeah, um, you
2: need to get some TikTok videos.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny about that is we have a great social person on the team who loves doing TikTok, and all she wants to do is put me in. I'm like, no one wants to look at me.
2: No, you need <laughs> other you need other kids that I mean, need to, to do
0: dances, and it's I don't know how to do any of this stuff.
2: Bam,
1: that's <laughs> well, you know, I don't know some of these TikTokers out there
2: so so what's your opportunity obviously besides the uh the one we just mentioned I,
0: I, I think i think the big opportunity for us is really that we are we are becoming uh the 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 gold standard of the cuisine that we play in right we're not another burger we're not another pizza category we are we are a, a although bow has been around for thousands of years we did not create it we are the the standard across america right now with it the, and we have a responsibility Right. If you're the standard, if you're if you're the largest, it's your responsibility to constantly innovate, be better, improve, educate uh, and inspire others. And that is what the team here does every day is how do we make it better, the food? How do we educate people about it? How do we improve the relationships with the consumer? How do we help the rest of the industry and help others who want to get into the space? And that's uh, the big opportunity. And the team is rising to accept that challenge. And I'm very, very proud. And look, I appreciate you bringing me on the podcast here and speaking with you, but I represent a team of people who work every single day uh, to to grow six different revenue channels, which is unheard of, I think, in the restaurant space.
1: Yeah, well, it is. I mean, the Omni approach that you guys have taken is, is pretty, um... It's pretty challenging, I think, when you look at the opportunity that it it represents because all of uh, in many of the sectors that you're in, Jeff, I know some of which are emerging categories. You know, when you think about dark kitchens, you look at what you've done with CPG. CPG is a little bit more mainstream, but dark kitchens, definitely that's an emerging concept. Not many brands take on
0: a lot of brands don't take on CPG either. Yeah, but what's what's been lucky for us is, you know, we have an idea. And I have a team of people who can run the whatever we have existing. I'll Mm -hmm. go run that idea. We build it and then we hand it to someone. It becomes their business, right? Myself and one other person worked day in and day out for a year to build their dark kitchen business and help people understand what that space was. Got it to, you know, 200 and something units and then handed it to somebody on the team. I started with CPG X amount of years ago brought somebody on the team who has a passion for it, that person is leading the charge with it. The technology aspect, I own that. I've always been passionate about that and I'm running it, but I have a marketing team now who's really being the day-to-day communication with both Devour and Flow about how do we continually grow at Buns Club. I give direction to it, but you you have to have good people behind you so that you as the founder the leader the visionary can find what is next and that's why we've had such success about being early adopters to all these different revenue streams different technologies and different opportunities
2: yeah for sure yeah i think well, making I that a cpg is really challenging so congratulations on doing that well
1: yeah i think this is i mean I'm, I'm i'm still excited to see what's next for uh, for wowbot for for sure. I, you, I know you've got some more podcasts.
0: And you'll have all the secrets.
1: Okay, here we go. Awesome. Here we go. We're gonna bring awesome. you on as a guest co host, I think and we'll let you, you you kind of spread the word. Hey, Jeff, you said you were willing to do something for the audience. Yes. What was this that? is
0: only for your audience. I'm not okay. doing okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> I actually sent you as a text. I don't know if you got it and you want to put it on the screen you want me to, to do my little garage thing. And I'll hold it up here. But this is a QR code that your listeners. Well, I guess not your listeners, but your video people can scan. And if you scan this QR code, it will take you to a landing page from that landing page, you'll be able to sign up and get your own free digital collectible, your own personal randomly digitized, uh, avatar from wow. Wow. Okay. this goes up live on February 16th when this drops and we will shut this down on February 23rd. So you'll have seven days to share with your friends, tell other people and get your own.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, there you guys heard it. Uh, now, what would we get with the collect about Do we get all the regular benefits? As you're, you will,
0: of- you will get those benefits that are up there. Okay. You, so in the you, Hot
1: Buns Club. So yeah. basically, it's free access to the Hot Buns Club is what you're saying.
0: Yes, but you know, you get your own digital collectible. Yes. Yes. Of course, you home get the screen energy. on your phone. And if I run into any of you at any conferences this year, or we happen to meet, you show me your avatar. And yeah. I, in turn, will show you my Wolfman Jack.
1: <laughs> Wolfman Jack. You're Wolfman Jack. I like it. That's a good one, too. Uh, I think you should get that. Is it up on the uh, on the site yet?
0: No. I, I. You are the first people I've now showed it to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who
0: creates this? I pin it to my desk and I look at it with admiration. I know my team made it personally for me. But it, part of me just hates it so much. because I can't believe that's how they see me well uh, who
2: creates it for you who does all the creative for these
0: so the we 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 partnered with a, a man uh his nickname is mom man over mars right <laughs> who's a very very well known uh uh,
2: uh artist uh,
0: artist thank you mm-hmm. well known artist in the space for nfts yep, that's,
2: why, that's why i asked because we we're finding we went to art basel this year and we saw there were tons of artists that are operating specifically in the web 3 space so yeah give a shout out yeah. to those folks
0: yeah. so man on, man over mars created all of these different attributes for us all the different things for us and then my team you know picked and chose those for me
1: i like it i like it it's fun <laughs> well jeff it's been great having you on the show today uh again thanks a lot for all the alpha and i think the key here is the industry is is going to be better for a lot of this new technology if you were given one tip to operators out there today just one thing you know as a leader um what would that be
0: i think the most important thing is as a leader is is you can't do everything you have to pick what's right for your brand and then do that and don't give up on it just because people telling you aren't it isn't right. Give up on it only if you feel it's not right. Right? You can't tomorrow put on, you know, jump on every social platform, turn on your digital ordering, you know, get kiosks, get involved in the virtual space, you can't We're a 21 year old brand, we've had time to play in every space, mm-hmm. pick what's right for your brand and get there. But and then learn from other people. I did. I don't know a lot about web three in the metaverse, but I'm surrounding myself with the two of you and other vendors and other partners who are constantly educating it, educating us. And then we're giving our ideas to it and we're helping to shape the community because we believe in where it can become. So yeah. be passionate.
1: I like it, I like it. I like Good it. having Jeff Alexander on, of course, you guys, uh, if you've not visited wowbow.com, go check out his brand. And of course, if you are, a, maybe your a brand out there listening in right now, you should probably check into the Dark Kitchens that he <laughs> operates around the country. Uh, of which you have some here in South Florida where we are. So uh, good to see you. Anyway, thanks for coming in today. We appreciate it, Jeff. Nice to see you. You bet. All right. uh, So Jeff is out of here. Tammy, what did you think about that one?
2: I thought it was great. Jeff's a fascinating guy. Um, I've gotten to know him over the last couple of years or so. um, Really by going to a lot of conferences and um, he seems to be always on the cutting edge of something. So big fan of his and the work he's doing at WowBow.
1: Yeah, fantastic uh, individual, too, uh, just as a leader in the industry for fast casual and a good, I think, evangelist for what's happening in the emerging brand space, Mm because many emerging brands do face the challenge that jeff faced which is the naysayers and you, especially when you're in an upstart you know because he was under the lettuce you know entertaining yeah. group and uh it was a smaller group brand uh, within it and fast casual wasn't necessarily their wheelhouse yeah. and for wow to explode and then really to get innovative i think during um you know the pandemic i think that was a brilliant stroke of of just great mastery to go into the dark kitchen and start to expand the brand that way so yeah he's been he's been a great for the industry for sure what is up next uh for you uh tammy what's going on with, with devour
2: well let's see so this week we've um we've actually had a really exciting week i can't share exact brands but we've got some major commitments from a couple very large one qsr and one hmm, fast casual brand
1: okay all um, right
2: so that's pretty exciting because that starts Big
1: event in vegas what was that big event in vegas
2: oh yes 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 we are also didn't get there yet we are also going to the super bowl this weekend um we are a sponsor of the lee steinberg party and so we are heading there expecting to meet with um some web3 folks i already heard i've got some friends that are going to be there and uh really looking forward to that
1: all right well very cool well again uh we want to thank our sponsors over at devour for helping bring this podcast and others out to the industry because i think education and you know just awareness of what's happening is very important tammy i'll see you next week here on rock my restaurant so we're going to bring some cool stuff in uh for sure good seeing you
2: i'll let you know how you too was
1: all right okay so you guys uh if you're not subscribed to the show right now i would suggest that you do get subscribed because this is where you're going to get all the alpha in restaurant branding and marketing and the convergence of technology. That's really what we try to bring here to you. And we also do it with a little bit of a theme and a little bit of a concept around rocking your restaurant. So we'll catch you next time right here on Rock My Restaurant.